0: My biggest thing that I've been stressing to myself for the last, you know, a couple years since I've been in college, because I've realized there's a lot of people in your life that are there to help you or they're there to hurt you. You are now tuning in to the Next Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love.
1: What's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Nixon, and my goal of this podcast is to bring on leaders in the world of athletics, coaching, entrepreneurship, and just life in general to try and motivate us all to be better. We shouldn't strive to be millionaires in terms of money, but by the millions of lives that we can impact. If you want to be a guest or have a guest idea that you would like to hear from, then shoot me an email at roughnextpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review if you like this episode. Then head over to our social media and give us a follow on Instagram at roughneckspodcast, Twitter at c one Facebook at RoughNextPodcast, And then don't forget to subscribe to the Roughnecks YouTube channel as well. As always, be sure to grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Let's get into this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Next Podcast. I'm sorry I did not get an episode out on Monday, episode, man, words are already hard today, episode out on Monday, but I am doing two episodes this week, so we will have one on Tuesday, uh, this episode right here will be on Tuesday, and then we will have one on Thursday or Friday, probably Friday, so we'll have two episodes this week, two Ohio Wesleyan guys, one of them's my grade, but still there, and the other one is a year behind me, I believe. And so we got Kenny Streb joining the rough. Rough. Wow, I am struggling already. This is going to be a long podcast. Kenny Streb joining the (laughs) Roughnecks podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: Good. How about you, man? Oh, busy. It's an interesting year, to say the least.
1: Oh, it's for sure. I mean, I remember when you first came in your freshman year and I got stuck beside you. You were right beside me, your locker. And every day Uh, you just had to say something to me.
0: Had to get under that skin a little bit, man. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, it didn't help that I was a DB, DB. you were a receiver, so, I mean, it's all fun and games, it's nothing, but, um, so just to give our Roughnecks listeners a little bit about you, I just kind of gave a little bit of spiel of who you are, but tell the Roughnecks fans who you are, like, who Kenny Streb is.
0: Uh, yeah, so, um, I'm from a small city in Willowick, Ohio, it's about east of Cleveland, um. I always say this kind of when I was uh, looking for my search for college. Um, it was between uh, three schools for me. Um, all three were football. Um, John Carroll, Baldwin Wallace, and Ohio Wesleyan. And the reason I chose Ohio Wesleyan was definitely like that, that home feel. Felt like a great place to be around. I was around the football team for two overnights. It was just a great time. Uh, but mainly I wanted to get away and like get away from my group of friends back home because those other two schools are very close to me. Uh, I wanted to meet new people wanted to see what was out there and uh i don't regret a single thing it's awesome um like you said i'm gonna be a am uh, gonna be a senior wide receiver this year um i uh am majoring in environmental studies and geography so it's a double major and uh minoring in business something i kind of want to do with that is uh possibly take it out west down south something like that and work with uh, renewable energy Dude, so that's i would love it my
1: goal is to move out West, at least for a little bit, like probably not my whole life, yep. but of course I know I probably go out West or something and I'll never come back. That's the problem is I'll, I think I'll love it too much.
0: Yeah, why not, right? Like I, I my thing is, is I kind of want to do it right out of school next year. Um, kind of keep my summer at home, last one with the, the friends and everything, and then head out and just figure it out. Like I don't, I might not have a job lined up, might not even be doing anything with renewable energy, but I just want to like, kind of figure it out you know experience something yeah I can tell you dude once you graduate it you get
1: that oh shit feeling like what do I do (laughs) now because like when I graduated I didn't necessarily have a job lined up but I went back to what I do which is putting in fiberglass pools like not your ideal job for after college nobody like necessarily wants to go work a manual labor job but I can tell you like especially that I went spent four years paying for a degree Mm -hmm. and I'm not even using it but and like even then I may not even do that because I just got an opportunity, like working for a construction company, being doing general contracting oversight. So i still may not even use it, but I don't regret a thing. Like you said, like, I don't regret going to Ohio West and I loved every second of it. And like the friends that I have there, like, heck, um, me and Jesse Beach, you're talking about moving in together. Like those things, things like that happen. Like it's crazy how the friends you have, like in high school, you grow up with those people and everything. But I almost feel like once you get to college, like those friendships become like those college friends, friendships are tighter because like you live together, like you're around each other 24 seven.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's what happened with uh, me and Nick this last year. Um, Nick is in your grade. So he, he just graduated um and he's in upstate new york working at a, a camp with underprivileged kids right now um and i told him as a graduate i was like listen dude you're gonna go do that for the summer and then he's obviously gonna look for a job after that and i said don't get a job wait for me to graduate let's go down <laughs> get an apartment together let's just have a let's just have a good time i'm like and he's like i'll think about it i was like all right but
1: it's crazy the friendships that you build are they're and especially like the football like in camp man we're around each other 24-7 now this past year was completely different and it sucked that's why I almost feel bad because like me and Teddy talked about this one time and it's like I don't feel like I know the freshmen but I'm also looking at like I didn't really get the opportunity to know the freshmen like we did in years past yeah no it
0: it was a like I said difficult year and and obviously you got you know the freshman your position group but you know, when I was like talking to like the DBs, I was like, I'd look at the, the guy next to me and be like, hey, what's his name? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just tough because and, and the thing is, as a freshman, like you said, I'm not I'm I was that annoying little prick when I came in. That's what every freshman is because they think they're going to be that guy. And then those upperclassmen are there to set you straight. And we weren't like really able to do that because we had to break stuff up. And so it's a different experience for them which, which definitely sucked, But, um, I think this year coming back for my senior year, I think it's going to be back to normal, which is going to be nice.
1: Yeah. And I'm not putting any pressure on you, but it's something that I did not I, our class struggled with it, but we also had different circumstances, not making excuses, but that is the seniors, especially that is their big job is like, you got to teach those freshmen. You got to learn those freshmen. Cause I mean, I don't, I think you were part of it. They did it like we're in a team meeting they'll call on a senior or even a junior or sophomore and say, you know, all the freshmen stand up and we got to go through and name every one of them. And if you don't, we got to run. And that's just the whole thing. Like if you have a close, like close family type uh, team, it helps you in the season. You become tighter. You rely on each other more. You're not like, Oh, I hate this guy. Like you, you get tighter and
0: it helps the season along. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing, and like one thing I don't regret about picking this program at all is that um coach watts definitely um emphasizes family on our team so like we always do like we go through camp and yeah we have those practices we have those workouts that we all struggle through and that's what kind of bonds it but i think the extra bonding is what you do outside of practice that they kind of force upon you like you're going to eat with the guys um you're going to do like extra little meetings with the guys and sometimes like as receivers so you know we have our route packages and everything like that well our our receiver coach can't be there every time so we break up on our own and hey we'll take these freshmen we'll take these freshmen next thing you know you got a bond form and that just creates a stronger team as a whole you know what i'm saying 100
1: so, percent. and like those those times in the when you are in those meetings and you're just giving each
0: other crap just like us like and it, it definitely builds i mean like that that family portion comes out in games too it's like that it's if you're on a team where it's all about i and me and you know give it to this guy you know just give it to our best guy or everything it's never like, you're never going to put it all together. And I feel like as us, um, granted, I do believe that there are other teams out there that have some kids that are more talented across from us. But I don't think that matters because we have each other's backs. You know, like you you, you miss something, you miss a play. Like someone's got your back, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what brought us at least to two seasons ago, seven and three, one game away from the conference. We had such a tight knit team. We are so well camaraderie like built together and that's what definitely like oh, one one game man one game would have had a ring right there yeah
1: I um unfortunately in high school I had the exact same thing happen and it was the last game of the year where all we had to do was win it and we won a conference championship and we lost to the worst team in our conference so that was even worse but at least we lost the wit who's who won the conference because of that but still it would you look at it Cause I will never forget that feeling. And that's what fueled me for that off season is like, you know, you walk up that stupid freaking Hill that they got to go up to the locker room. And I'm standing there talking to the my thing that I think of when I think of mental toughness is run the wins. I don't, you, you've done run the wins. Like where we, it's the easiest sprint in the world. You run yeah. 10 yards, yep. but coaches will mess with the You can't move to the ball moves. And, it's, it's a crazy test for your mental toughness that people don't realize. And like, we just had a two hour practice. Nobody wants to run. Nobody wants to, that's where your mental toughness is tested. So I love to discuss the mental toughness. And I want to ask you a little bit about the mental toughness and like how someone can work to improve their mental toughness. Is there really a way to improve it? Or do you think it's just something that
0: people just have? Um, I would like to say, I, I would say it's a little bit of both. Um, some people I feel like, are born with a a different uh, perspective on life, or at least for through like, they talk about nature versus nurture and all that stuff. And and some people, the households that they're grown up with and nurtured through might have a different outlook and perspective on life and might have a stronger or a better toughness, like a mental toughness uh, sort of way. I would say that it's definitely attainable for everyone. Um, Everyone can gain mental toughness in different ways for me, um, actually through school, uh, the biggest way to, to keep me doing mental toughness. And I actually had it as my lock screen on my phone for a long time was do something that makes you uncomfortable every day, because if you can get comfortable with the uncomfortable, then you like when you, when a situation approaches, you're going to just nut up and tackle it. Like, seriously, it's, it, you're not going to have a problem because you're going to be like, you know what? I have faced so much adversity before because I've introduced myself to adversity. Um, I feel like a, the tough world that we live in is that a lot of people try and shy away from adversity and think that it's a bad thing, but I think it's, the, I think it's the number one thing in the world that shapes you as a human. Um, cause we all face it every single day. It's like adversity is, you know, waking up for your job in the morning. Some people have to wake up at, you know, five 30 in the morning. To, to to go to work. Others have to wake up at nine. You know, it's 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 like I can tell you that 5 30 in the morning sucks. <laughs> exactly. Like no one wants to do it, right? No one wants to, or even so that person that's work, waking up at nine and gets to sleep in, um, are they using that time in the morning to go work out at 5 30 or 6? You know, that's that adversity that they could they could introduce into their lives and do something uncomfortable. So I think um for me personally, the best way I have built a little bit of a mental toughness to kind of show up and work every day is to keep making myself uncomfortable so that I will be comfortable in those situations.
1: It's funny that you said, talked about waking up early. I was just texting somebody yesterday or today, this morning,
0: Mm. she
1: just woke up and she was like, I think I'm going to lay here for another hour. And I said, why? I said, you're up, like, get up and do something. Like, why, why just sit there and waste an hour when you could get up, even if you just, you know, do the dishes, read a book, do any, like, all right, lay there, read a book, like do something to improve in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And see, so, like people, I, I struggled with that for a long time. And then like certain family members and stuff. And then I realized like, why, if I'm up, might as well do something instead of just laying here, wasting my time. Yes, we like to relax, but yeah. I'm going to pull out a Kobe quote. The Kobe once it was a teacher told him that you've probably heard of it where he said, you know, he said, don't rest in the middle, rest in the end. I can yeah. rest at the end of the day when I get home after work. And like, as long as I get everything done that I need to, like, I can rest when I go to bed or whatever, like, you know, an hour before bed, but why waste that hour? Why waste that little bit of time you have and not try not, or not try to improve upon yourself. Yeah. And, and I then, think,
0: go ahead. Oh, okay. So I think uh, like looking at something like that, like you have your time and, and, and you kind of, it's trying to exert it somewhere else, right? You see, you see, you have open time. You could take that as I'm going to take it off, or I'm going to go exert that somewhere else and go, you know, do something productive, right? Um, I don't know. You kind of froze for me again. I don't know if you can hear me still. Okay, yeah, I good. can hear. Um, sorry, uh, but uh, yeah, you can exert that somewhere else. Whereas, like, I, I see it as this, okay, and, and a little commitment to you as, as well for you know, this whole podcast thing. Um, you saw an opportunity you saw something you, you wanted to do and this is time. And I'm sure, you know, you're not making, you're not making anything near what, you know, Joe Rogan would be making. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And, and here's the thing though, but you're sticking with it and you might get there someday. And I, I, I completely commend you about that. And I always look at um, how the word entrepreneur is kind of um, looked at. A lot of people, you know, can see it as like, oh, they fail all the time. Well, no, they don't fail because they have learned something from that failure. They keep exerting themselves to get them that opportunity. As we talked about that path and I brought up that that path, they took that hard path. And I'm sure there's some days where you don't even want to record an episode because you got home from a 10 hour workday and you are so dead <laughs> deep tired, yes. you know, like, so it's the fact that you are able to keep that mental toughness to show up and to give it your all on the episode um, for your viewers, for your listeners and all that stuff, it's, it's that, that separates you from everyone else, you know, around the world. And so that's what, and you're building that you're building that every day as you keep going and going, it's that, it's that one time. And um, I'm pretty sure David Goggins talks about this all the time. It's, it's that one time when, when you quit, when you're, when your life is kind of like, that's when you start to, to tumble downhill, you know what I'm saying? So no, like, it, and, and just, a, like I said, like a slight commitment and everything to you and, and keep doing, doing everything you're doing, man. Because the more and more you do it, the more you experience, you know, you're going to get some bigger names, not just me. You know what I'm saying? Some- I will say... uh Coach O might
1: be hooking me up with some bigger names. There you go. So.
0: Seriously. So, and those are guys, you know, that I've made it. And I, I, hopefully down the road, maybe you could say, oh, I had, you know, m- you know, me on the podcast, Exactly. Was, you know, but that, the, but like, in order for me to do that, I have to create a name for myself and I have to keep making myself uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see it. Um, I, and everyone who uses more of their time is an entrepreneur with their time mm-hmm. because they, they see an opportunity and they take it. Yeah. So
1: the, I, you've talked, you've touched a lot on it about the adversity part. There's Mm -hmm. a reason I do these topics in the order I do them. Is it the complete right order? Everybody can reorder them. Like, so January was inspiration. February was passion. March was mindset. April was commitment. May was adversity. And there's a reason I put toughness after adversity because that Mm -hmm. adversity and what you do with that. I don't even like to call adversity, adversity. I like to call it opportunity because every single piece of adversity that you go through there is some type of positive in that there is an opportunity to become better and that how you handle that improves your mental toughness because if you're just toughness in general too like no matter what adversity it is you know like if things aren't going your way but you fight through it the next time you have to do that you're mentally tough you can handle that you're not going to sit there and be like oh you're not going to cry to the world and think the world's against you and all this stuff. Like thing, you are meant more mentally tough because of that adversity. People get scared of adversity. They yeah. think, and like you said, people get scared to be uncomfortable, but if you are uncomfortable, if you deal with that uncomfortable situation, if you fight through that adversity, hell, you might find something that you didn't know you love, but all of a sudden you love it. I never in my entire life would have thought I'd be a podcaster. <laughs> never. The only reason I am is I had to make one for VolRAS class. And I was like, Well, you know, then I started that old one I had that was just completely terrible. I won't lie. But that's the whole entrepreneur thing. Thing, You know, you have those fail. Oh, you failed. No, I I learned. I didn't fail. I learned. Mm. Yeah. It didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I learned. And then I look at this one. I'm like, this is a hundred times better. Like I'm getting more views on an episode than I think I got on all of my episodes that I did in my last one. And I don't regret doing my last one because I learned so much about what I need to do and how I should handle it.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely like that. And, and, and like, like like you said, you just, you're learning from your other episodes. Like you're going to go look back at, okay, you know, with this guy and we talked about this and this is how it was kind of run and everything. And, and I guess the tough thing about podcasts too, is that you do rely on the person you're talking to, to keep in somewhat interesting conversations. Yes. Uh, but uh, seriously though, it's, it's that, I, I, I like that order of words and everything. And I, and every time, like you said, referring back to how um, you've kind of run it based off of our football program, as you would, as you would say, each, each guy would get a word and they get up and talk about it. And I think once you get to that last guy or that last week of, of words, that last guy is able to tie in everything mm-hmm. to his word, because everything that we talk about, every word, every month that you've been through can just roll over into itself because each of these words is what builds towards perfection. You're never gonna reach perfection, right? But it's what builds and keeps building towards perfection. So, and going back to what you said about how there's, there's I, I, I like to say it's winning and learning. There's no losing here. You know what I'm saying? Cause, Cause we go watch film on a loss. We're gonna look at what we did wrong, right? That is learning from your loss. If we didn't do that, then yeah, we just, we just lost it would be no point. You know what I'm saying? So we get our grades. We, we get graded on each play, everything down to the like simple fact of like, dude, you stepped wrong. That's a minus on the play. Yeah, You know, it's, it's that, it's that little that changes that loss into a learn. And that's, that's just kind of how you have to have an outlook on, on life to, to kind of take everything that you've experienced to build a better you. And like, like you said, even when we win, we are going to learn. There's still something – there
1: has never been a game that I have not had Coach D, you know, or we haven't had Coach D, you know, this play was bad. Yeah, we've had a couple games. I will say he was like, it was actually a pretty good game. There was very few of those. Mm -hmm. But they – I mean, our best game that we have ever played. Mm -hmm. But you still – even when Elon Musk is winning and doing what he's doing, like this, I don't know why he was the first person that came to mind, he's still learning every single day there's something that he's trying to learn every single day those wins and losses you learn more from your losses but and it's the little things like you said you stepped wrong the little things people don't realize that like sometimes i think people like oh i got a minus on that that's dumb like whatever it's stupid they don't realize like it is the very little especially in game football it's a game of inches that's what it's always said and every little thing that could be not just in football, in life, in your job, you know, you're cutting a few corners on your job and then all of a sudden, Hey, like your boss finds out you might get fired because you cut too many corners and then like things aren't the way they're supposed to be. So those little things are very important in life.
0: Oh yeah. 100%. Going back to what you said, uh, football is a game of inches, but so is life. (laughs) Every inch that counts, man. (laughs) You know? So I just think, I just think it's, like you said, it's those little things that build up and eventually you're gonna have one big moment that those little moments prepared you for. You know what I'm saying? So it's all those, those little things that add up to that big moment and whether you succeed or you might temporarily fail in that big moment. And I say temporarily because I don't think it's not fail and failure are two different words. And I can't remember where I, I, was, I was listening to someone talk about this, but someone who fails is someone that didn't obviously succeed in their attempts, but they're most likely going to go back at it or try a different route or do something different. A failure is someone who has failed so many times that they gave up. So it's those big moments that if you succeed or fail, you can tell, okay, did I prepare myself with those, those, those little things Did I, did I look at the right film? Did I, you know, take the right steps, all that stuff, like all the little things could, could show that big moment. Okay. I didn't do enough. So I, I think little, those little moments are not stressed enough and everything, everything counts. Everything counts. have to look at it, so. It's
1: looking at little things, people, you know, some people that I think don't like the way their life's going, they try to make these drastic changes right away. Yeah. And it never lasts long. But my thing is, it's do a little thing, one little thing every day to change about there's, um, there's a podcast that I listen to. that's called no Stews podcast. They're actually, I think believe both of them are going to be on next month on my podcast, but they talk there's, um, I believe it's Dave. He reads just at least 10 pages a day. Now that doesn't seem like much, but you were think about it. You could read a 300 page book in a month. Yeah. Yeah. You're not reading a book a week. Like some, like some people honestly will read a book. Some people can read a book in a day,
0: but yeah, that's crazy.
1: Ten pages can honestly improve your vocabulary, improve your knowledge. Like you can learn a lot just from ten pages. One hundred percent. And you know, and that's that. Also, that's that time that you take to yourself, and you just kind of. I think we all need that. I try to do it. I try to wake up. That's why I don't have to be at the shop till seven. It's a twenty-minute drive. Mm-hmm. And people are like, why do you wake up at five thirty? And I'm like, because I want to get up. I like I journal now, so I journal and I read. And then I like to sit there, like, it just gives me time to reflect on myself. And like, I get that moment to myself and it, we all kind of need that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think the little things can be looked at, you know, you can make these little changes and if you continue them, it becomes a habit. I I hate when people are like, oh, I'm going to quit this for a week. Yeah. If you want to quit it all together, you need to quit like, yeah, take it one day at a time. But it in my opinion, until a month, until you take a month, that's when things become a habit. I don't know if you know who Andy Frasil is, but he's got the 75 hard challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his, that's why he's like, I did it 75 days because you're either going to get halfway through it and quit, mm-hmm. or you're going to get all the way through it and it's going to become a lifestyle. He yeah. goes, cause he's, he, when he first did it, he was, he was overweight and he was um, eating better and he goes i went and ate like crap on my 76th day just cuz like you know i did it and like i wanted my cheat meal and he goes i felt like shit when i ate like it shit not. it's like it's crazy what can happen if you and then he's like it's my lifestyle now it, and yeah. that's it things can become a lifestyle if you start doing
0: little things every day we had a habit out of it. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And I think I like I've heard I've heard this before. There's like a, a study of if you're going to start something new, start a habit, you have to do it for I think it's like s- so many days. I couldn't give you the right number, like maybe 60 days or something like that before it actually becomes a true habit, because you have to keep introducing your body into something new. And uh, going back to like what you said about how people like, oh, I'm going to start this big step and, and get this this. And, and I agree with you on that. Like if you look back and and you say, you know, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, accomplish something that is that that you even know is kind of out of your realm. They, how are you gonna get there? You know what I'm saying? How how are you gonna get there? Let's say, you know, like I I'm saying, as a freshman coming in, and and I and I told I even I even told my father this. I was like, listen, as a freshman, I wanna I wanna play as a freshman coming in. I wanted to uh, I wanted to start as a freshman at some point, and he was like, all right, that's great but what are you going to do to get there? And so, you know, I broke down the whole summer, created a whole summer workout program, um, worked out with trainers and everything and, and, and got everything down to, you know, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to get there. Um, And being as persistent, I did eventually get there, but my thing is, is it's those, those little goals. Like as we, as we keep talking, those little goals that, that get you to that big step to that, where you want to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's always good to have, this is where I want to be, but you also have, how am I going to get there? Um, and then uh, actually going off of that Matthew McConaughey, um, he has a little like skit, like, and I, I would listen to it on YouTube, uh, a little bit of a motivational speaker, not as much as others, but um, he, uh, he did say, yeah, he was asked by a peer of his, um, who's your role model? And he couldn't think about it. And so he came back to the guy, you know, a couple of days later and said, my role model is me in 10 years. The guy said, okay. So we asked him 10 years later and he asked him, so are you your own role model? Like, are you where you want to be? And Matthew McConaughey responds, uh, no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be, my role model is me in 10 years again. And so he has this thing that he can't obtain, but he keeps creating these little goals and these little steps to try and get there, but you matter. So it, it's
1: a very, I highly recommend journaling people. You know, some people knock it and look at you different. You know what? Don't care what, like, don't worry about what they say. Exactly. Just yeah. try it. And it's crazy. Cause and especially too, there's been plenty of times where, you know, you get pissed off about something with a girl, with a friend, whatever, go write it, go write, go write it down. Exactly. I can't tell you how many letters I've wrote. And like it, it's, it's an old thing that they used to do write letters and yeah. then they get stuck in a drawer and they never get sent and then you find it one day and you read it and you're like yep this is going in the trash like this is like i don't even need this anymore but yeah. like it helps save relationships because you don't blow up and it just helps like get your thoughts out of your head like just you know sometimes talking to someone is the same thing like just kind of stressing and like venting it's essentially what you're doing when you write it
0: on paper Yeah. I think like, uh, as, as you're saying, like with the, the communication part of it, um, the, the whole journal part is the whole communication with yourself. I think you need to have, I, and, and, uh, I want to touch on that a little bit is that I think mental health is not stressed enough in today's society. Uh, we are changing so fast. Everything we do has become technological. Um, and these advances are changing the way we communicate with people. And so, this cell phone that we all have this smartphone is so heavily relied on communication whereas the whole of face-to-face communication process of 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 people as they grow up is kind of i feel i feel deteriorating and so they're starting to struggle with who they're able to talk to because they only have the phone you know
1: dude you look at i look at people who are now like there's tender there's bumble there's hinge. There's probably a million other ones that I don't even know about, but like, yeah, they'll sit there and have a full blown conversation all night long on these dating apps. They'll go on a date and they'll hardly talk. Yeah. Because, and like you said, in the world that we live in now, it's all through social media, through text. Like nobody, I was talking to a girl the one time and I just FaceTimed her and she's like, why'd you FaceTime me? I was like, why am I going to sit here and text? Like we can actually have a full blown conversation. We can actually." get yeah. to know each other a lot more if we're just actually talking yeah it's not face to face but it's more way more face to face than just talking over text
0: no 100 percent. and i mean as you see in like even our work society um there's these you know kids you know our age people are getting out of college and it, and it sucks even we look back at this COVID year everything was done online you know what i'm saying uh, we were fortunate as a small school to be able to be in person with masks and everything But, um, you know, like still, we weren't even full force. We still had on class. Yeah, you're right. Um, and you know, this, that, that affects everything. Um, I think as, as we, I think we touched on it earlier with, with how we don't regret because our school, like college is not all about using your degree. It's not all about only everything you have. It's about the connections. It's about the relations. It's about how you can network yourself to other people. And like you said, you might not even use it in your own field. And I, I can't say the same. I mean, I have an idea of what I want to do, but I'm not saying this is exactly what I'm going to do because I, I, I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Something can completely change, um, alter it. But it's that 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 human interaction that definitely builds, as we go back to our word, our mental toughness. Um, and I think moving forward, which is is kind of scary, uh, I like to stay optimistic about it, but it's kind of scary that maybe moving forward, all this technology is is going to hinder um, our mental toughness. And, and if you look even at like depression, anxiety rates in the last couple of years of smartphones and everything, it's it's skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to deal with their feelings because all they have to talk to is a device and not another person.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's it's I don't know.
1: And I like that you talk to about, you know, I may not use my degree, but you, you also realize that that's a good thought process. I think there's too many college people that we think we have to go use our degree. Like, Oh, I like, we have to, yes. Mom and dad want me to try and use my degree. Cause I went and spent four years and a lot of debt to go get it, but it's still, they look at it. They're like, you know, you look at it and find something that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. and it's funny that you talked about colleges those connections and those things that general contracting oversight a professor that i had was the one that's setting me up with this like it's those connections and people i think underestimate the connections that you grow. like you can don't burn bridges Mm -hmm. it's because once you burn that bridge it's very hard to get that bridge back Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i think too many people like oh i hate her like girls do it and i'm not being whatever i think girls do it way worse like any little drama they automatically <laughs> hate that girl yeah. and they yeah. want to cut that that person off but like i do it too like there's times where i'm like all right well you're just being a dick i don't i don't like you <laughs> like but i don't know that person so like it's you never know what those connections that you build what they can do for you yeah 100 and you're it's- discussing a lot about the mental health and i will say i learned from way back in it was the mindset segment so it would have been march Lindsay Caris stencil she's a venture capitalist she has her own podcast be Bolder, which i also highly recommend but they're just finished up season one of their podcast um but she talks about the four pillars of life i don't know what she calls them i know there's four pillars it's like mental health financial health spiritual health and physical health okay like those are the things
0: that you always have to keep track of and always need to keep a lot of different things. Yeah. Ties into a lot of things. Um, and I know, I know, listen, I know going to the gym and lifting weights is not going to be for everyone. Um, and my thing is, and, and I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast the other day and he even, he was arguing with, I can't even remember who his host was. Um, he's got uh, 700 yeah, guests. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, he was, he was saying like, it's the fact of getting into the gym or not in the gym. It's getting out and getting 10 minutes of exerting your body to a force where you sweat or doing something that like makes your body like sore or, you know, like and just intensifies what you've done throughout the day. Like you can go and you can, you know what I'm saying? You're putting in pools, right? You're putting in pools. That's great. That's your job. You're going to sweat a little bit, but you're a kind a of, oh <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of it.
1: Yeah. especially heat, uh,
0: Seriously. But, um, uh, Like, yeah, you're, you're lifting, you're doing something there. A lot of people have these desk jobs and they're, they're not moving. They're not doing anything. They're coming home, they're eating dinner, they're laying down and watching four hours of TV. It's that you need to go for something 10 minutes. And that's why like obesity is a problem in our, in our world and everything. It's that, that toughness that you need to build. And so as we started bringing back the steps, right you don't need to, to, if you've never worked out in your life before, you don't need to say, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna go lift weights for an hour and a half and see what happens. Yes, Like that is not the yeah. right route to take because one, you're ignorant to what, can, what you can do in, in the weight room and with those weights. And number two, like you're gonna get in there and you can hurt yourself. You can do something wrong. Like just all these things could happen. Whereas this small step would be, okay, maybe it's just going to walk. I'm gonna go walk around the block. I'm going to go jog around the block. You know, I'm going to stretch like yoga, all this other stuff. There's so many realms of of moving your body in a different fitness form that people can take on that they should, they need to in order to keep their body going. And that's why I think if you're able to do this, that's another addition to build your mental health and your mental toughness. And if, if you're able to keep consistent with it after a while, you're only going to be able to encourage other people. Like you said, having a workout buddy, you're going to be able to encourage your workout buddy or someone new to come work out with you. And next thing you know, it's a chain of events that bring a lot more people to a better mental health and a mental toughness.
1: Yeah. I will tell a little story because what you were discussing made me think of it. There was this guy that I went to high school with. He ended up getting, I believe over 400 or 500 pounds. I won't say his name because I want him to come on the podcast next month. I'm trying to get him, but, you know, he went through this incredible journey when COVID hit. It's really weird that when COVID hit is when he decided, you know what, I'm going to make a change.
0: Yeah,
1: He started walking laps in his house, just around the kitchen table, just in his living room. And he just started walking laps. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it turned into an everyday thing, multiple times a day. And then he, I think he's lost over like, 200 pounds 300 pounds
0: amazing
1: and then he went and got he had a bunch of extra scan went and got surgery but it's crazy he posted a video on his on facebook that i saw where it was like a picture of his face every month you literally just saw his smile continue to get bigger and bigger because he's so much happier with who he is now like he just feels better like every it is crazy what happens when you work on your physical health what happens to your mental health
0: that's amazing. I love that story. Um, yeah.
1: I, I hope I'm working on getting him on the podcast because his, his journey has been
0: incredible. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to hear that. I mean, it's, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, and, and there's that small step. you walking around the kitchen table, like who, or the dining room table, who would think like that would be the start of a fitness Jersey or mm-hmm. a, a, a journey, my bad. Yeah. Um, who would think? And next thing you know, like you said, like 200 some pounds, you know, I'm sure yeah, once he gets his number and everything, but that's, that's, that's amazing. And that's, that should be, and I love that stuff. And I know a lot of people don't love inspiration or motivation. Um, But that should be something someone should look at and be like, well, if he can do it, then I can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that chain of events that I feel like we need in today's society. Um, and just, and just play that all out. That's wow. Yeah. I'd love to hear a story. Yeah. I'm working on it, but
1: before we get into the best segment of the podcast, I like to wrap up with a few questions before we get into that. So my first thing is what are the goals of Kenny Straub
0: going forward? Um, all right. Uh, so the goals, uh, I would say my goal, my senior year is uh, I've, I've, I've set myself up academically pretty well. Um, I uh, have, I'm double majoring, which is, uh, I, I didn't even think I would, but because I was able to work with my professor and, um, He has been like my mentor. He's, 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 he's done a lot for me. There's that connection uh, thing again. Yeah. There's that connection. Right. And so I really don't need many classes to take these next two semesters. So the biggest thing for me is going to be that networking part. I have all this built up. I have a lot of independent studies I've done. I have an internship. I have all this. So now how am I going to network myself? My goal is to reach out to, um, I haven't gotten a, you know, a number or anything like that. But my first step is to reach out to a single person. Right. And then go from there and start um, reaching out to more people. Like I said, I'm probably going to be targeting uh, down South and out West. Cause why not? I would love to try it. Um, Now's
1: the time to do it. Right. Exactly. When you
0: graduate's the time, like after you graduate, not the time to do it. Not when you have a family and kids and stuff. <laughs> and then it's too late and yeah, no. So definitely want to enjoy my twenties somewhere else other than Ohio. So um, yeah, I think my goal, my, my main goal right now for this next academic year, um, would be to, um, network myself and do it through my professors, do it through this school and do it through even our coaches and all that stuff. Um,
1: yeah. Cause Watson knows everybody and anybody.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, huge. Connection. It's crazy. And you would think right for a small school, Ohio Wesleyan, 1600 students, you would think, okay, our alumni base is, you know, small, they're mm-hmm. reaching out. I have talked to so many alumni already. Mm -hmm. Some of them aren't even in my field or close to my field, but it's just so great to hear their stories and their success and what they've been able to do. But all of them too are willing to go the extra mile for you and reach out to someone they do know. So I I love that. Um, Well, and
1: that's my thing too, or not my thing, but the thing is like, if you, especially if they see you take an interest to it, that's the thing. Like people aren't talking to me. Did you contact them when you, contact them and especially my uh, entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship professor he used to tell us this all the time he said use that student card to your advantage when you're trying to talk to a company or talk just to figure something out
0: yeah he
1: goes because people are way more willing to help students and if they should and if you're showing an interest they're way more willing to help you if you show an interest if you don't have an interest in it why are they going to help you why are they going to like give you advice or you know tell you their story and all this stuff if you should you got to show that interest and if you're contacting them, obviously you have that interest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And then, and then on top of that, you, you show that interest, but now you got to show how you separate yourself from others. Right. Mm-hmm. What were you able to uh, what are you able to bring? What have you like even researching on these guys? Like if I find out um, like I, I, like they reach out and, and they say, Hey, there's a mentor out there like this. I'm, I might look up, okay, what company is it? Uh, what does he do? Like what do they specialize in? And I would even ask a question about, Like, so something specific in the company. And they're like, and the next thing you know, they're like, wow, like, okay, he actually went on and read our website and read what we did. And, and that separates. So that's my biggest thing. I need to work on uh, building my networking for myself. Um, And like I said, that's just academically Um, sports wise. I mean, I I, I need a ring. You know what I'm saying? I think we're that close. Um, And like I said, it sucks that you weren't able to experience a, a full senior year. And I, you know, that's humbly apologize for that. That is awful for, you know, all student athletes all across the world. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, just get a ring, man. And, and, and those small steps I'm going to take to it is right now doing those workouts, doing those runnings. Um, and then all season long, you know, every practice, every game is is working towards that ring.
1: So- yeah, I mean, I can tell you, Yes, it's going to suck if you guys get a ring for me because I'm going to be like, damn, because I could come back. I could have came back this year. But I also look at it, dude, nothing would make me happier. Like, I want to see you guys win. I want to see you guys get a ring. Like, I plan to be as many games as I can because I'm only 45 minutes, and especially Denison's 10 minutes down the road from me, so I can go to that game every year. I plan to go to that game every year. But – and if you guys don't beat them, I'm going to be pissed because I hate Denison with a passion. They're like a rival – internal rival for me and even a little bit of rival for us yeah. but yeah like definitely go get that ring I uh I want to see y'all get that ring but so the another question I want to ask is kind of a deeper one and it's kind of one that I started implementing in because I think it's it goes to show a lot of you know where people come from but who is your biggest inspiration and why um
0: okay biggest inspiration um and i'm sure a lot of people have 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 said this on your podcast or you hear a lot of people like parents because it's you're around your parents all the time when you grow up right and you look up to them and i believe a big part of who i am today is because of my father and because of how he interacts with people growing up I've, i've seen how he's able to Talk and create a conversation and like network himself and inspire others to do things, And, and, and even just listening. I think the biggest thing I've learned from him was being able to listen to other people and the stuff they're going through, and sometimes not even, you know, talk back, but he's there. Um, and so I think that is, uh, that would be my father. Um, and he has shown me so many ways to succeed in life. Um, I, I mean you know my father's not like some nfl pro he's not some you know he's not something crazy you know making millions and millions of dollars a year he's you know he's a current fire inspector was a firefighter for 22 years but that man can put a smile on anyone's face and well as a uh, fire
1: inspector you could also uh
0: yeah. Make people, you know, pretty mad because they have to implement a hundred thousand dollars spring fish yes. no, yeah. seriously. So yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely brought that. And I think a lot of my personality has come from um, where he has shown it around me. So definitely the, the biggest inspiration in my life.
1: Well, a huge shout out to Mr. Streb on that one. Yeah. <laughs> So the last one before motivation Monday is if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, what would it be?
0: Mm. Go back in time and tell myself one thing. I think, I
1: know there's probably a lot of things. Everybody usually has a lot of things that they wish they could tell. yourself.
0: um, the biggest, the biggest thing for me was don't care about what others think about you. Um, I think I still have a problem with that today a little bit. Um, I try and uh, people please like a lot um, or try and, you know, kind of go out of my uh, way sometimes. And and it's like, you know what? They didn't want it. You shouldn't have done it. You know what I'm saying? So I think think my biggest thing that I've been stressing to myself for the last, you know, a couple of years since I've been in college, because I've realized there's a lot of people in your life that are there to help you or they're there to hurt you because they want to be better than you and that's okay and i'm never going to hate anyone for that because that's life i want to i want to interrupt for a second
1: though because my thing too those people that are there to hurt you are there to teach you yeah yeah i agree with you they're teaching you the hard way nobody likes to learn the hard way but we need that in our life we need that adversity to build our mentals up like it all goes hand in hand but yeah like those you either there i learned like you said i learned the same way like there's either people they're gonna be in my life if they want to be in my life or they're not going to like there there's no in between they're either going to be there or they're not like and you gotta sometimes the hard thing too is to let go of those ties and quit people pleasing when you realize they're not here because they want to help me they're here just for various other reasons
0: yeah some small stuff exactly um and i think in the last i would say year and a half to two years i i've started to hone in on that and you know keep people in my life that i think are are positive and, and are going to encourage me to do things um i think the biggest thing like i said i've i've been telling myself in these last couple of years it is you need to take care of yourself before you're able to take care of others um and that that's that's in a huge perspective of life of happiness and financially and all this stuff because as we going back to those pillars everything affects you know each other um And I, I don't know about you, but I feel like I can feel, or or I can see when someone is faking something or faking happiness or faking, you know, you know, something they're, they're just trying to go achieve. Um, You can feel that. Whereas you can, you can feel when someone has a passion for something or something, some, someone wants to be there. Um, And if you're not able to, you know, make yourself happy, how are you going to make others happy? Exactly. That's just kind of how you know, I, I operate. So it's
1: not a selfish thing. It's like something that we should do people. I think some people look at that as selfish, but it's really something that we need to do. We need, you have, in order to make other people happy, you have to be happy too.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, we can fake it, but like you said, you can tell when people are faking it. As you grow, you learn what it looks like when people are faking it. Yeah. And why am I going to fake my way through life? I'd rather just be happy, enjoy life because, life can get taken away at any moment look at covid look heck i we just had an accident a motorcycle accident it was a freak accident 19 year old died yeah. like things happen all the time where life gets taken away i if i'm i'm saying this now if i go out at least i know I went out happy because yeah. i like I love my life right now yeah and am i where I want to be no but I love my
0: life I'm happy because with what I am who I have in my life and everything about it one hundred percent, no and, and, and I love to hear that, man. I I I mean, like I said, I I would love to hear that from everyone, and that's just not you know not the truth, and it definitely sucks. There's a lot of people out there who their first thing is to care for the person next to them, and before you know it, um, you know, jealousy arises, you know, arrives, or or they're like, you know what, I've given you so much, and you've never done anything for me. Well, it's because you've never expected them to do anything for you, or you never asked for it because you were always about them, or, you know? And so there's all these plans. So I'm always like, it's, you have to, you have to worry about yourself first and then you can take care of others. I feel like if everyone were to follow that, because we always need that person, we're always going to need someone. Yeah. Right? You can't, but, you can't go through life alone. But yeah, absolutely not. That is not a human instinct whatsoever. We have to have someone. So, um, but no, that is, that is um, the biggest thing I've been kind of living my life recently. So,
1: All right. Now we'll move into the best part of the podcast, which is Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is where I like to allow my guests to give a little inspirational bump to set the tone for the week as they listen on their Monday
0: morning. So what do you got for Motivation Monday? All right. So this Motivation Monday, um, I'm going to reference Eric Thomas. Uh, Eric Thomas was huge for me um, these last couple of years in college. Um, as you know, you, you hit college and, and everything changes, right? You got so much on you, so much on your plate. You got you to learn how to handle it. Um, well, the, the biggest quote, and I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard this quote, even if you don't even, you've never even heard of Eric Thomas before, but I'm sure everyone's heard it. And from him, he says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. So as we go back, we're going to talk about how we take those opportunities. We, we have that extra hour. We have that extra something use it because if you want to succeed in life, then you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I love that quote. I, I, I try and live by that quote. Um, it's just, I don't know. He is, he is the man and, and anyone who has never listened to Eric Thomas before he's got that intensity. He has charisma to him that will just get you going um even if you've never listened to motivation before listen to him
1: okay eric thomas is definitely one of he was one of the people that first made me realize i like listening to motivational speeches like you said it's not for everyone but i love listening to it i love listening to motivational type podcasts and stuff and that's kind of why i took this route it's not for everybody and that's why i also still have the conversation like the back and forth you know life stories and stuff but it's still like i love that motivation because it gets me fired up like it makes me cuz then there's times like I was listening to a the day I started working out again and mm-hmm. I'd been slacking again I should probably get back on that podcast but I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about something and I was literally like I stopped I paused the podcast went outside to the fucking barn and worked out because I'm like all right like it's crazy what that can do like that Dude. little bit of inspiration a little bit of motivation that's why I add this segment into my podcast because you know, we talked. The reason I say set the tone is I had an episode with Corey Hare. He kicked that OU. Um, you know, you, Monday sets the tone for your week. Some say Sunday, but we live in a world, you know, our week is Sunday to Saturday, but really we live in a world where our week is Monday to Sunday in a way. But so Monday sets the tone. And, you know, just like a kickoff in a football game, it sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And, if you set the tone for your week and that if you have this little bit of inspiration on that Monday morning, it can change your whole week. You might create that little habit, that little thing, like the little things that we talked about. It's crazy what it can do. So that's why I have this segment. That's why it's my favorite segment. And I love it because that's when like the true passion behind the people, the guests that I have on, like I, you can hear it in their voice. I could hear it in your voice and I love it because it makes me, it just makes me like, all right, let's, I want
0: to be successful. So now I want to go, like, I don't want to breathe now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's no. he's, he's a great guy. Great guy. Great. Everything. Um, for a lot of people out there too. Uh, I've listened to Les Brown, um, David Goggins, all these guys, um, Johnson's another good one. Johnson. Yes. I I was going to reference him and everything, um, earlier about his quotes and stuff, but anyways, all these guys, all these things, there's so many ways. Um, you can you can motivate yourself. There's so many ways you can inspire yourself, and it doesn't have to be videos. It doesn't have to be working out. It doesn't have to be all these other things. Find your it. That's what you have to do. Find your it. Build that m- mental toughness, and next thing you know, you're gonna find success in your own way. So, that's how I see it.
1: And with that, I think that's a wrap on episode 40 of the Rough Podcast. Can't believe we're already at 40 even though I've missed a few, it's been a little crazy lately, but we're getting back on track. Episode 40 of the Roughnecks podcast. I will say that if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. So you don't miss any of our future episodes. And then also if you would like a koozie, a Roughnecks koozie, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see them. I have them still have some in stock. And I also have the Roughnecks bracelets, the wristbands, Red and black that say grab the bull by the horns, which is our slogan. And with that, that's a wrap. Until next week, you know the deal. Grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Roughnecks podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and then also subscribe to the Roughnecks YouTube channel. If you want to be a guest or have a guest that you would like to hear from, then shoot me an email at roughnextpodcast at gmail.com or message me on social media on Instagram at roughneckspodcast or Twitter at roughneckspodc1 or Facebook at roughneckspodcast. Life is hard and will knock you down like a bull. Don't lay there and let it run you over. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Till next week, Roughnecks out.